0: Hello, my friends, Paul here, Deeper Daily Podcast, 27th day of December. Glad you're on board with me today. Hope you have a great week, uh, that you are off to a good start. You're a couple of days in now to Christmas season. The big day has passed in our culture, but let's think in terms of Jesus on the earth as a baby, the big stuff is just starting to happen. As we talked about yesterday from Matthew chapter 2, just because Jesus has arrived, the metaphoric sun has risen for sure. But just because that's happened doesn't mean there'll be no more darkness. It doesn't mean there'll be no more problems. And Matthew's very careful to show different strands of chaos happening around the birth of Jesus. The wise men and their changed route, Joseph, Mary, and the baby Jesus fleeing in the night like refugees into the land of Egypt. The massacre of the innocents as King Herod, being deceived, grows angry and kills all the male children born in Bethlehem from two years old and under. This causes, it's not even, we can't even imagine the countrywide panic that this causes. Joseph and Mary and little Jesus stay in Egypt long enough for Herod to die Joseph responds to yet another dream, rises up and goes with Jesus and Mary back into the land of Israel. But when he gets there, he has yet another dream in which he's warned to turn aside into the region of Galilee. And he does. And then they end up in the city of Nazareth. And that's how we find Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus grows up in that little city uh, and, and will take his title from there. Look at all of this stuff. I mean, if you just slow walk through the 23 verses of Matthew chapter 2, there's not a lot of good. And Jesus is born. I mean, he's alive, and it's almost as if things have gotten worse. You're a couple of days past the big day now. And it's possible because it's winter time. You just had the big family gatherings. You spent a lot of money. You spent a lot of time. You're probably exhausted. Things can actually start to look a little dark. Holiday season becomes quite depressing for a lot of people. And I know we blame that on the money and the commercialism and all of that. And I have no doubt that that plays an enormous role. But it's almost as if the Bible gives us a prophetic word that that's going to happen after the good comes, after Jesus is born you're going to have a chapter of chaos. I mean, if you just look at your Bible, Matthew chapter 1 is genealogy and Christ born of Mary and Joseph. Matthew 2, after Jesus was born. And then you got over two years that are crammed into chapter 2. And they're not good. They're chaotic. There's moments of brightness, the Magi, but there's fleeing and refugees and massacres and slaughters and wrong place, wrong time, right place, right time. Then chapter three jumps all the way up to John the Baptist. And so Matthew is sending us a message, I think, that just after the birth of Jesus, a lot of things go wrong. And I want to encourage you, and this is going to sound like an odd encouragement, if things are going wrong right now i actually i want to encourage you that you're in good company that this has been prophesied that this is what happens after we come into an awareness of jesus this even happens in our walk with god have you noticed that as you step into greater revelations of god's love or god's favor it's as if sometimes it's like more things go wrong I'm not going to say it's because uh, a spiritual force has attacked you or because you've opened some can of consequential worms. I don't know why, but I know the Bible is ahead of us on this. I know that the arrival of the light screeches against the darkness. The darkness seems to fight in every way to stop it. Yes, I, I really have no doubt that these are spiritual forces of some sort fighting against it. But in the middle of all of this, there's, there is a brightness in this chaos in Matthew 2. It's how many times people are responding to the voice of God. You see, in the Old Testament, the people that were visited by God were considered the noble, the kings, the prophets. And here, right out of the gates in the New Testament, the virgin woman, that unmarried man, they're hearing from God, and not only are they hearing from God, they're hearing from God repeatedly. Not only are they hearing from God repeatedly, they're hearing from God in a way that changes the course of human events. And it, it shows us that in a world of new creation, God has a way of speaking to us, of, of elevating us to the position that we're able to hear. So I believe that in the midst of this chaotic moment, maybe the dark area of your life right now, you have a greater ability to hear from God and to obey God than even you realize. And I want to encourage you in this that you you are capable of hearing from Him, that when you need it, you will hear from Him, and you have the ability to follow. Part of the promise of Pentecost is that he'll pour out his spirit upon all flesh, your, your men and your women, your maidservants and your manservants, the old and the young. Gender doesn't matter. Age doesn't matter. Station doesn't matter. Everyone gets to hear from the Holy Spirit. In microcosm, the nativity, the first few days of the Christmas story, are that moment. People that were unlikely before are hearing from God, and it's a good thing because it's a dark and wicked world, hell-bent on stopping us. But because we can hear from God, we know that God will speak in the midst of our disaster. Take encouragement today, my friend, that no matter what is going on around you, He speaks. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless.